0: Today's jargon is expressive language. All right, what are we talking about? Let's take a look at our actual definition. Expressive language, the production of language, including speech, signing, and or gestures for communication. So if you stop and think about this, we wanna give everyone, we always talk about functional uh, communication skills, which is not necessarily limited to speech. We want for every individual to be able to communicate their needs and so we include speech signing and or gestures. Let's take a look at our watered-down working definition. Uh, Expressive language, the child or individual's ability to communicate their needs. I like to remember it uh, because I'm, you know, visual. So we talked the other day about receptive language, and I think that is what comes in. what We're receiving, receptive, right? Expressive is what goes out. What we're sending out towards another person or to a group of people. So are we able to communicate our needs to somebody else, and are we able to take in information. So that's receptive and expressive. On the expressive side, I'll be really honest with you, it's sometimes more noticeable. So we put more attention to it. If we see that a child isn't speaking um, or is not communicating their needs, it's an immediate thing, right? It, it's, you know, we talk about, oh, your kitchen's on fire. When we don't have expressive language, it tends to be the thing that we notice first. A lot of times people don't notice where their child's or, or individual that they're working with, where the receptive language is. And I had said to all of you on Tuesday, I think it's key. To understand the difference between these two things and know exactly where you are in space, and if you're working with an individual who's on the autism spectrum, it's key to know where they are, what the balance is. We talked a little bit on Tuesday about, you know, somebody can have very low receptive language and very high expressive language, and how that's going to manifest itself. We see sometimes that we have kids who will monologue. They're they're quite capable of expressing themselves, but they can't take in information to get a conversation going, right? what about if there's the flip? And this happens a lot in autism. We have kids who have very low expressive language. They're not able to communicate their needs, but they're hearing everything. And often people don't understand in the world around them that they're hearing it and taking information and that's when we get individuals like Carly Fleischman who didn't communicate at all until she was around 13 years old and then wrote they did her parents didn't even know that she uh, understood language enough to type she took a computer that was sitting next to her that somebody else was working on and wrote help my teeth hurt. You know, what a happy and joyous moment to break through and understand that Carly was getting all that information, but a devastating moment for her parents, too, to realize all this time, she's been taking in information. It's one of the reasons why we say we have to presume intelligence. So often when someone doesn't have high expressive language, the world around will make the assumption, oh, that person's checked out, they're not paying attention, they don't care, they're not in our world. That isn't always the case. It's really important to know where an individual is so that you can play to their strengths and build upon their weaknesses. Understand what expressive language is, because it's something we absolutely want to strengthen in our kids with autism, but also get a beat on where they are receptively. And a quick, easy way, well, I won't say quick, but a simple way that you can do it yourself without having to go and get an expert is by um, answering all the questions in the assessment portion of skills. Once you do that, it gives you a graph that shows you exactly where the individual's receptive skills are and where they should be for that age range that they are in. It shows you, okay, this is how far away we are from where we need to be. In some cases, you find, oh, my child has a strength here that's stronger than the typical for somebody this age. Um, But then you will see often in the other one that there is a deficit, and then you build upon that by using the strength in the other one. Expressive and receptive language, really important when we're working with individuals on the autism spectrum.